You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. Quite a lot of areas that the, that the Russians have taken. Yeah, we're going to go down. Mm. Like, those are not leaders. Mm-hmm. Those are shitsters. Yeah. France this time denied, defied. And at the end of the day, we have a three-way relationship. <laughs> Welcome to Planet.sg, I'm Zara Ismail And I'm Darren Mark And I'm Rama Thank you gentlemen, I like the new studio already Oh yes. yeah, good vibes huh? Actually yeah. they really spruced it up, you know Like yesterday when we came, there was only one painting Now we got two paintings, yeah. we got mm. uh, things at the back Got plants Yeah Thank you to Hakim, huh? you have an eye for this yes. The YouTuber eye That's why he's on our team Yeah, <laughs> Only the best, huh? Yes mm. So today we have a very special guest If you've seen the copywriting and yes. also the thumbnail to this podcast You would have known who we are interviewing. Yeah. But before that, I'm going to leave it to Darren to uh, walk us through with a quick recap of what's going to be happening today. Well, I mean, it's well, it's going to be released on Thursday. So everybody okay. knows that this is, you know, like, uh, it's going to be in connection with, of mm. course, the Redoubt uh, controversy, the mm. Redoubt Road controversy. Redoubt so or Redoubt Road? Uh, I've been pronouncing uh, it as Redoubt. I've, yeah. I've been saying Redoubt since okay. the beginning. I mm. prefer Redoubt. Why? I don't know. Sounds more Sounds It, it might sound <laughs> weird, potentially wrong. So okay. I mm-hmm. think rather not. Okay. But uh, no, so of course, uh, there's been some controversy regarding mm. uh, Minister's uh, house in tw- uh, on 26, right? 26 mm. Redout Road. Mm. Um, but of course, everything has been cleared in Parliament. Yeah. But we're very lucky because we've gotten Minister in the studio with us yes. to talk <laughs> about, like to run through everything. And I mean, I've personally read through the report. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually very clear. A lot of things are addressed. Yes. But... Of course, nobody bothered to read the report. Yes. So, uh, you did lah? I did lah. Of course, lah. <laughs> it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. long. Yeah, it's very okay. readable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, because, you know, it's the internet, right? So people will be throwing out uh, criticisms left, right, center. Half of them are actually, ad- not half lah. Mm-hmm. The majority of them are addressed in the report. Yep. And mm-hmm. like, frankly, uh, as from an objective point of view, yeah. addressed quite fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if people actually took the time out, I think they would know. But... We know that like, this is 2023. Nobody bothers. You two pages so people can read. Yeah. You want to read yeah. 44 pages. Mm. Yeah. So uh, here we are mm-hmm. today and uh, we have Minister Shamugam with us. Yes. Thank Welcome, you sir, sir. for coming on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, a lot of questions that uh, I just want to give a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to his arrival, uh, we've been told that we can ask anything. Okay. So they can like, they got us really very excited. Yeah. So we're gonna like yeah. a hard talk. Or, you uh, you couldn't sleep at two AM today because yeah. there are a lot of questions that you want to <laughs> ask in your mind. My mind was running. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to sleep. What are some of the questions that actually you wanted to ask? Since Minister. Um, okay. Well, to begin with, mm. you know, uh, as a starting point, I think in the last parliamentary debate is clear that there's no issue of corruption. There's no mm. issue of criminality. Yeah. Uh, there's no question about uh, about whether or not there was any wrongdoing, mm. right? But the in terms of the optics, people are still. Uh, asking a lot of questions. Yep. There's issues about uh, the maintenance of the properties. There's issues about the boundary of the properties and all kinds of other fake news that will spew out from this. Mm. So uh, what's your initial reaction, Minister, on, on what has been covered and what's your stand on this particular issue? I think the starting point, mm-hmm. and it's good that we had a five-hour discussion mm-hmm. in Parliament. Yep. As I said in Parliament yesterday, when allegations are made of personal financial integrity, impropriety, mm. you know, people making allegations that we are getting millions of dollars subsidy and so on, <clears throat> all really crazy, then we must address them properly. Mm. Which is why I and Minister Vivian asked for a full and thorough investigation. Yeah. Mm. And I said in Parliament, I'm there, I want every question to be asked. 
Because this is Singapore. We go, the government in Singapore succeeds because of, we are strict with ourselves mm. and because of our financial integrity and lack of corruption. Mm. Yep. So ask every question and if we cannot answer, then we shouldn't stand there. <laughs> okay? It's as simple as that. And I'm glad all the questions were asked and I'm glad at the end, the bottom line, this is what's most, most important. The bottom line, everybody in the house, mm. opposition as well as uh, PAP yes, MPs, yes. Mm-hmm. agreed, no corruption. Yep. They agreed with CPIB's report. Yep. Second, everybody agreed, no actual conflict of interest. Mm. Okay? So these two, that's really the point, no yes. wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, after that, it becomes, oh, could you have done this differently? Mm. Or, you know, what about the optics? Mm. Uh, could you have stayed in some other place? I think those are important questions. But the main point that needs to be cleared first, yeah. because we shouldn't even be ministers mm-hmm. if we cannot clear those questions. Yeah. Are, was there corruption? Was there any impropriety? Was there conflict of interest? Yeah. Right? So that has been cleared. Yeah. Now mm. we deal with other issues. Why are you renting? You know, why here? Mm-hmm. What about the land size? And I'm, I dealt with all of them yes. in parliament and also the issue of optics. But I'm happy to answer questions on that. Yeah, we mm. will definitely get into all those as well. But I mean, just just as a start, right? I mean, Minister, like you said, mm. uh, CPIB, C, C, <laughs> yeah. CPIB was, uh, was activated basically mm. yes. to investigate you. Yes. I mean, I'm just having a hard time trying to imagine the the, the mm. scene, you know, when yeah. the officers showed up at your place. I'm assuming they showed up at your place uh, and presumably, I mean, I don't know, how, how did that pan out actually? Was it awkward? Yeah, was it <laughs> awkward? <laughs> you see, the CPIB reports directly to the Prime Minister. Yep. Mm. And if for any reason the Prime Minister doesn't want to proceed or wants to change anything, they can go to the President. Mm. But here, you know, you can have a million rules. In other countries, they say investigation by an outside party. In the end, who takes responsibility for ethics and for government? The Prime Minister. Mm. If the the Prime Minister is not strict, then, you know, regardless of what rules you have and how many ethics advisors you have and how many other people you have, nothing is going to work. Mm. So, we have been fortunate that we have always been very strict. So, Prime Minister thought about it. You know, when we said to him, and we said to him that we want investigation, he thought about it. Uh, he decided himself that CPIB should be called in because these are issues of finances. I'm not saying he called CPIB because we asked. Right, I'm saying right. in, these are independent things. Huh? Yep. Um, and uh, he explained in Parliament why and how he called uh, CPIB. CPIB because it's got a fearsome reputation. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. Yes. Right? Everybody knows they're extremely professional and very thorough. Yeah. And they're not going to do any favors for anyone. Mm. Completely independent. Mm. And uh, they came. Well, actually, as I said in Parliament, uh, I didn't realize that being interviewed by CPIB is part of my job description. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but the first thing they did, and I had this printed out to show you all. Mm-hmm. Is that they read me a caution, Section 27 of the Prevention of Corruption Act. Okay. Let me read it out to you. Mm. Every person required by the director or any officer (coughs) 
to give any information on any subject which is which it is the duty of the director or that officer to inquire into under this act and which it is in his power to give shall be legally bound to give that information they showed me that sir this is the caution mm. and uh, if you breach it section 28 it's an offense can on conviction be imposed with a fine of up to $10000 or mm. jail for up to 1 year Ooh. okay so they made clear what my duties were mm-hmm. they are entitled to ask whatever questions they want and i have to answer mm. and oh. if i didn't then you know they can uh, they already cautioned me yeah so mm. then they proceeded mm. um you see on my part i was very clear nothing to hide mm-hmm. you can ask me anything i'll answer you openly fairly mm. clearly mm. and where i have anything i'll give to you Mm. and uh, that's how it proceeded so so want, it was very uh, professional on both sides yes mm. yes i want to ask about like uh, your circles in your family how did they react to this mm. were they supportive mm. of you were they concerned of your well-being <laughs> i think uh, everyone who knows me mm. and quite a lot of people who don't know me personally and i think that's a majority of people mm-hmm. who mm. know anything about me as in they've heard me speak in parliament yeah. or I don't think anybody thought I would have done anything wrong. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You have right. a reputation. So, okay. I even people who don't know me personally but who have just seen me on TV mm-hmm. or heard my speeches, if you went and asked, they know I was a successful lawyer. Yeah. Mm. They know I made my money before I came into politics. Mm-hmm. They know that I took a huge pay cut to come into politics. Mm. They know I've talked about integrity, mm. be doing the right thing, you know, being uh, virtuous in office. Yeah. that it's very important that we are not corrupt i've made these points and people who know me as well as those who have only heard about me mm-hmm. i don't think anybody i mean i say i don't think anybody i think the vast majority i'm sure there yep. are some people who don't like me and you know therefore <laughs> they will have even, even many people who don't uh, agree with me or mm-hmm. see eye to eye on policies mm-hmm. i don't think uh, they thought that i would have uh, done any anything wrong Haters will be haters, lah, right? As, yeah. As uh, Zai yeah. always likes to say as well. <laughs> uh, but even the haters, out. I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, thought that I would have fiddled with any money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not in your character, is it? But that kind of begs the question, right? So mm-hmm. because the fact is, I mean, as as we've said, right? Everything was cleared. Yes. Uh. So the so the facts are established, but the fact remains that you, despite having done nothing wrong in the first place, yes, because you've been cleared by the investigations. But still, you were subject to that kind of scrutiny, you know. Yes. Just for for managing your own private, uh, like living arrangements, yeah. your own finances. Yeah. And and I mean, in a sense, in it's 2023, many people feel that you know, like as as a politician in any country, you are subject to that kind of a, of a level of fine comb scrutiny. Mm. But does that? I mean, is that a put off? Do you think that you know, like for example, ex, uh, we are in the 4G now. Yeah. 5G politicians, for example, mm. are they going to be put off because of this? extreme detail that people put into to just digging things out sometimes even just making things up mm. about you mm. there are two parts to it i think uh, if you come into politics and you hold office you must be prepared for fair scrutiny mm. tough scrutiny mm-hmm. uh, fair can be tough and um, if there are allegations about your finances or whether you've made some money from the government mm. i think you must be prepared for scrutiny mm. right there will be some who don't want that and if you know i don't think those sorts of people we can respect their views but uh, 
we shouldn't say, oh, therefore we should change the rules and that the, in order to persuade them to come in. But there is a second part to your question. Mm. Uh, I think with the internet and with some people, you know, there are one or two people who have been going on about this. Mm. They have very little to do with the facts. They have very little to do with reasonable allegations. You know, mm. they make allegations without any facts. Yeah. Somebody says, oh, I should be paying $7 million in rental. <laughs> somebody else says, I got this. You know, somebody makes an allegation against my son that he got contracts from SLA. Mm. And these are people mm. who claim to be credible. They claim to be in the opposition. And they start off making assertions completely false, completely malicious, completely defamatory. Mm. And uh, that is very toxic in my view. Mm -hmm. You know, you attack the family without basis. You attack the person without basis. Just because you've got nothing to do. I mean, these often some of these people have no jobs. Yeah, I'm sorry to say it. Mm. I'm not talking about the majority of the people who have taken a view on this, but there are some, yeah. a small minority, mm. who don't have real jobs and who are angry with themselves mm. and angry with the world mm -hmm. and uh, will say anything against, uh, say, people who are in power or people who are holding ministerial office mm -hmm. and uh, without any regard to the truth. And I'm worried for Singapore mm. that these small minority, as I said, we should be prepared for reasonable, tough criticism yep. and yeah. inquiry, whether or not I've done anything wrong, even if I haven't done anything wrong, if there's a fair question, tough question, we must face it and mm. have CPIB, have other agencies investigate. But the small minority are painting a very toxic picture mm -hmm. and that might affect the um, willingness yeah. of people to step in. Why should I, you know, say, take a pay cut mm -hmm. from outside private sector, mm -hmm. give up my job, open up my family for unfair attacks, open myself for unfair attacks uh, regularly mm -hmm. by these people who are prepared to hate anyone who is... Uh, doing something for the country. Mm. So people might think that and not just from outside but also from the civil service, senior civil servants, senior people who want to come in who can make a contribution to the country as ministers or as MPs might say, why should I? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's this group of nasty people. Mm. So the nastiness quotient in politics has gone up significantly but the number of people who engage in it are very small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I say I wanted to ask, so you know, a lot of the misconceptions, the falsehoods, the the, the untruths that you mentioned, I, I think a lot of uh, it has to do with the fact that many many people don't understand the context of renting a black and white bungalow or renting a property from SLA. Mm. Uh, and actually, it's something that is this is quite open. Uh, a lot of these properties are listed on the SLA website. Anybody can go. You can go and check uh, the rates. You can put in a bid. Uh, many people don't understand also that because of uh, because a lot of these properties are conserved, uh, sometimes they are they are empty for long periods of time. Mm. Uh, it's going to cost a lot of money to get them to get the, such properties back into a tenantable state. I think I mean near where we are now, there are quite a few properties under SLA and, uh, like Rowell Road and and whatnot. Where you, if you look at the property, it looks like it's in a very bad state, and you know it is probably scheduled for upkeep and maintenance at some point in time, and only after that kind of expense is undertaken, then will it become uh, put into a tenantable uh, state for anyone to come in. 
And I think it's because of these facts which are not maybe uh, understood so easily by many people. They don't understand the fact that even it, uh, your property, the one that you're staying in, uh, it was empty, if I understand correctly, for four or five years before you tenanted it. Four and a half years, yeah. And that would probably mean that the property was in a state which required some... Uh, well, it was already a hundred years old. <laughs> it's a hundred years old. And, mm-hmm. um, and Parliament Minister Edwin Tong gave mm-hmm. data of a number of properties and how much the government had, SLA had to spend mm-hmm. to make them better. Uh, 500,000, 600,000, 700,000. Mm. A property that was smaller, I cannot remember the figure now. Mm-hmm. Uh, nearly, I think, just more than half the size of uh, number 26. Mm. I think they had to spend uh, more than six, seven hundred thousand dollars. To reinstate. So, to not reinstate, just do basic things, you know, because of wiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. How do you tenant it out without wiring? The plumbing, yeah. mm. uh, the sewage system. Mm. Many of these things, these are very old houses. Yeah. yeah. So, and roofs. You know, mm. you if the roofs are in a bad condition, leaking, you got to go and fix the roof. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you fix it, of course, then you get another several years, maybe up to 10 years mm, from yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are basic things that they have to do for many of these houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and, you know, this is part of our history. These are conserved houses or heritage houses. Yeah. So, uh, you, I mean, you know, if Singapore, majorities of Singaporeans decide, well, we don't want these houses tear them down, that's a separate thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you think it's part of our history and, you know, we need to keep them, mm-hmm. then you got to upkeep them. Then you got to decide, you upkeep them, then do you want a tenant or you don't want a tenant, you mm-hmm. know? And any tenant who comes in also has got to spend a huge amount of money mm-hmm. yes. in order mm-hmm. for a three-year, six-year, nine-year yes, rental. Yes, yes. But going back to your point on criticism, mm-hmm. you know, my own view of this is that a lot of people know something, they don't know much and they're not critical. They just have some questions. Oh, what happened? Mm. You know, most people in Singapore are like that. Yep. Oh, what happened? Huh? Is there something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, they yeah. say, okay, CPIB has come up. Parliament has uh, discussed. Mm. Okay, you know, both sides agree that there is no wrongdoing, no corruption. Okay, they go on. They don't, they're not critics. End of the story. At, at most, they might ask a question. Yep. Mm. You know, some, oh, you know, um, why did the government spend so much money? Are those who know a little ah, bit. Yeah. And then sometimes they get the answer. Sometimes they don't because people don't follow parliament uh, in detail. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm. Uh, they may not know that Minister Edwin Tong has said, oh, you know, this is how much it cost. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think most people fall in that category. They are satisfied. They move on. Mm. Yes. Then there will be a category who don't want to believe regardless mm. of <laughs> what is said. They don't want to believe. Okay, like, you know. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to no, Nobody can help them, right? Yeah. Mm. There will be a group who are not interested also. Mm. And then there will be a small group who are active for political reasons or their personal reasons. Mm. A small group to twist everything mm. and then attack and make it sound like, you know, a lot of people are angry or vitriol. Yeah. Their own sick minds is a yeah. reflection of them. Mm. Yes. You will get those. But not all critics fall in that category. No. Yeah? There will be also a group who follow everything uh, who are willing to be convinced yeah. but who may not be convinced. So we must accept large majority convinced to as long as they see some facts. Yep. Mm-hmm. A large number who are not interested. Mm. A small number who are reasonable and open. Uh, you know, I cannot put a number to it but yep. it's a number yeah. who are, may, not, may remain unconvinced. 
And then a small, very small number who are nasty. Mm-hmm. And then there will be some who say, regardless of what I won't be convinced. So you yeah. can, you know, break down into various categories and subcategories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minister will be taking a short break for a while and we will return with more questions yes. to come only on PlanB.SG. Don't go away. We interrupt this program to break the... This podcast is broadly brought to you by our friends from the Bravo Realtors. That's right. So you want to call them right now for your property health check and you can do so at this number. That's 8100-2300. Yeah. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors. I find it very apt that our hmm. sponsors are property real agents, yeah. real estate agents. Yeah. And then the topic was on rental, yeah. then, then those colonial house, black and white. GCB. Yeah, GCB and all that. I don't know lah. Like, like whoever is going to be listening to this, whether it will be of benefit to them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, who knows, you might discover a new uh, batch of clientele. Ah, so I've, I've heard about this. Uh, I, when I first heard about G, uh, Black and Whites, right? Yeah. I didn't actually know wait, that they wait, were different I, from. I didn't know it was called Black and White. Yeah, that's the name. It, 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 it is called, yeah, it's called black and white. Yeah, yeah. black and white houses are I mean, like a class, a category, yes. right? Yeah, yes. okay. I didn't know this. I didn't mm. know there was a separate category called good class. As in good class bungalow, I know I've heard of before, yeah, yeah. 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 but I didn't. I didn't think that they were separate. I just thought it's like yeah, la, big house bungalow. Mm. But okay, so now that I've known on this, right? Is this the type of house that you can uh, rent? It's like a chalet. No lah, bro. No, no, no. no. <laughs> there's government chalets, then there's this. this. I'm off that opinion as well. Yeah, I thought, I thought very, that. No, actually, very chalet, chalet, Changi, Changi chalet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that. <laughs> Changi chalet cheap, bro. This one all in Orchard. Oh. There's one in Changi as well, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, there's yeah, a few yeah. Chinese 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 along the road, right? Uh, yeah, 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 I, I think yeah, I have yeah. a friend who rented there. Wow. Uh, what kind of friends I, do you I, have? I have no experience about renting uh, diving uh, friends. I mean, uh. the <laughs> <laughs> black and white houses, right? Uh, yeah, I've been to the place. Uh. Honestly, it's not really maintained. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So why? You know? Why do people want to live in these kind of places? I'm not sure. Maybe because of the rental. <laughs> Location-wise. Yeah. Because if, if, if there's no uh, tender or there's no... Uh, people bidding more, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's quite cheap. Yes. Because I yes. remember my cheap. friend rented that place about 2005. Yeah. Wait, there's huh? a, you got to enter like a bidding more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. No, so, I, you know, remember near... Uh, yeah, you showed me. Near Katong area. No, Is near it? where you used to work a long time ago. Oh. Uh, near Masjid Hang Jebat and all that. There, okay. are, there are very affordable black and white houses that really? go up 3 through 4K. 2K plus as yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah. I did a bit of reading and then I, I found that the, they actually got two different types of renting uh, schemes. I think. Your so a like, bit of reading is probably a week's worth of reading. <laughs> I mean, I have to prepare, right, for, yeah, the, yeah, for yeah. the recording just now. Yeah. So like, uh, there's, I think there's tender process as well. But mm. at the same time, they also have direct stuff. Yeah. Mm. And the direct stuff is for, I mean, like if they say this house already got nobody want to take for, yeah. for a while already, then the direct means that I think as long as you're offering um, above a particular like uh, guide rent that they have, yeah. mm-hmm. then it more or less automatically just goes to you. Mm. So, because some, some of the places I see, right, it's really like, you know, deep inside, mm. nobody would want to, you, if you don't have a vehicle or yeah. you don't have a transport, you have to walk out that far. There's True. no uh, eateries, there's no amenities nearby. I don't know. You know, there's still people staying there. Yeah. Uh, probably some of the, uh, you know, foreigners who like these kind of places. Oh yeah, yeah. I can imagine yeah. like foreigners. They it's like also because that. of the size, the landscape, but uh, mm. I think it requires some kind of maintenance in certain areas. Close to nature. Yes, close to nature. Which means I'll die alive. <laughs> 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 hey, that's why? nice for you every week, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. 
And if I had a lot of land, uh, every week I can just walk within my own compound. Oh, scary. Walk, uh, Have you seen the compound? <laughs> it's scary, bro. Really? Yeah. No, but okay, by the end of the day, right, uh, like this kind of housing is not yeah. available for buying. Yeah, so yeah, you can never definitely. be an, mm. an investment type of thing, right? You can yes. never progress in that sense. Yeah. It is mm. temporary. But it's a good option, especially for example, when you guys are handling uh, people who are buying and selling houses, you are in between houses, you just mm. divorce, yeah. you just I downgrade, think, oh. you sell your private, you're gonna, before you buy a HDB. Yeah, this, this, I think good this is a good, good option oh, for really? people yeah. who okay. selling private want to go HDB, right? Yeah. Those people usually yeah. get this kind of uh, rental in these areas, right? They wouldn't want to give up also. Mm. Ah. Not, yeah. Yeah. Because of the space, yeah. mm, they got ah. used to it. Correct. Yes. What but kind of people? So you, you, you were saying? There was actually a limit on how long you can lease. Yes. Uh, like there's a two year term, three year term. Oh, no, I think the max, max, maximum max. is seven or ten if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. So, but in rounds of uh, three or something. It's, it's yeah. not directly like seven years. Yeah, it's not one shot. Yeah, yeah, it's renewal. Uh, yeah. Three, two or something. Uh, like so that. what yeah. kind of people actually will rent out? Ministers lah. Like for two, three years. Why is that? You'd be surprised there are a lot of locals also. Oh, really? Expat, I think there's a lot of expat, especially places like, you know, near the old PA. Yeah. I don't know whether anyone would want to stay there. Hey, I only oh. saw foreigners want to stay bro. there. I wouldn't <laughs> want to stay there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so locals do this? Locals, yeah. experience? Uh, most of the time in Slata. Uh-huh. I think in Slata. You know why right? not, bro? Why? Imagine now, you got HGB flat, yeah. your parents got HGB flat, mm. your brother got HGB flat. Mm. Each one you ran out 4,000, 4,000, 4,000. Okay. Then you rent one of, ah. you don't, don't take Orchard ah. You take Sembawang. Okay. Yeah. okay. Sembawang yeah, maybe 8,000 yeah. ni. Yeah. Okay. Then everybody together and you got land, you want to do barbecue, your kids can run around. What is your perspective, what? man? Yeah. Okay, so uh, mm. if you like to do that, you can just contact our friends from the Bravo Realtors right now. Uh, and this is how you can contact them. That's right. So you can call them at this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors.